0: Oh boy, I sure hope the alien life form that we've allowed onto our space shuttle doesn't suddenly start attacking all of us in enclosed spaces. Today's episode, Alien versus Life.
1: It's movie deja vu. Movie deja
0: vu. Is there life on Mars? Welcome to another episode of Movie Deja Vu, a podcast that answers the question, didn't I see this somewhere? from two movie aficionados. I am the captain of this here starship Shady and with me is a uh, mysterious maybe carnivorous uh life form that I'm going to prod a lot. John <laughs>
1: Sorry, that was my alien voice, my, my, my un- <laughs> unrecognizable life form voice. I said, hi, everyone, how's it going? That was the translation. JD, JD clearly saw the subtitles come up on my window here on Zoom.
0: John, I'm going to start crying. That was so funny. Ooh. We're not
1: going to make this episode, are we? <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're never going to get there. Well, luckily... Uh, I think it's going to be a fairly short conversation because the two movies we're discussing today are Alien from 1979, which was written by Dan. O- well, it has a screenplay by Dan O'Bannon, story by Dan O'Bannon and Ronald <laughs> she, she set She set. She, set. she, set. she, set. she set. Sorry, my us and right last
1: names. You know, we never we never yeah. get them just it, right. It, yeah.
0: Uh, And directed by Ridley Scott, which I'm just going to call it out right now, brother of Tony Scott. We talked about one of Tony's movies last week, Pop Gun.
1: Oh, they're so different.
0: They are. Um, Anyway, back to Alien. The Rotten Tomatoes score is a 98% fresh and Metacritic gave it an 89 out of 100.
1: And so, okay, it's interesting because when you go to the Metacritic for it, it gives it a little badge that says Metacritic must see, which makes me wonder if we've been sleeping on that as some of the other movies that we've done. Uh, But this is out of 33 reviews, 31 are positive, one mixed, two negative.
0: And the IMDb summary, the crew of a commercial spacecraft encounter a deadly life form after investigating an unknown transmission.
1: Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. That's that's super accurate. That's yeah. one of the more accurate ones we've read so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Like they're few and far between. So when it's accurate, we're just like, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, wait until you read the next one for life.
0: Oh boy. So life, 2017. Written by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, directed by Daniel Espinosa. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 67, uh, and Metacritic gave it a 54 out of 100.
1: Hold on, let me math for a hot second. Okay. It's out of 44 reviews, 17 positive, 24 mixed, and 3 negative.
0: Okay. And the IMDb summary for that is... A team of scientists aboard the International Space Station discover a rapidly evolving life form that caused extinction on Mars and now threatens all life on Earth.
1: That last part doesn't happen until the very end of the movie. Right. I mean, like, what would have been a better? I mean, I like the team of scientists aboard the International Space Station discover a rapidly evolving life form.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's it
1: say that like it threatens the crew like a rapidly evolving life form that threatens the crew done cool done we got it oh my god okay so (laughs) i have a question for you shady i know that both of these are like sci-fi cosmic horror movies but would you also classify them as slashers
0: um I think there's somewhere between like a slasher, but also sort of a haunted house type of deal because we're also in uh, an enclosed space mm-hmm. uh, that the characters cannot escape from. Um, so a lot of it is just like, they know that there's a threat out there. They just don't know what corner it's waiting around.
1: Cause like with, uh, welcome back Sigourney Weaver, by the way. Okay. And her And like, this is like, the role that put her on the map, if I'm not mistaken.
0: You are not mistaken. She had a couple of small roles in film, but before this, she was mostly a theater actress. So this shot her to movie stardom.
1: Um, and so I got some like final girl vibes from her.
0: But the interesting thing about that is all of the characters in Alien were written to be basically gender neutral so that they could cast a man or a woman as any character and they had for Ripley they had a man in mind um
1: right but he still would have had a final girl like we, we say the phrase when we did nightmare on elm street we we dissected the fact that like final girl is just a phrase it could be final. it's a final person really because of nightmare on elm street 2 so I'm saying "final girl," not really gendering the character, but like using the term.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: and like, you know, she she gave like that vibe to me, and I did. I kind of got that from Jake Gyllenhaal in the in Life.
0: I think we were supposed to get it from Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson, yeah, because they wanted it to be a surprise at the end, but it was pretty obvious how that movie was gonna end that was not a twist ending at all
1: i think the first time i i saw i saw that one in theaters and you know i did too and i'm (sighs) shady this might end our friendship i don't think i really ever watched the full movie of alien until prepping for this
0: that's okay uh i actually hadn't seen all of alien until a couple of years ago and i've never seen any of the sequels um, this is the only alien movie I've ever seen.
1: I mean, we've all seen the clip from the, the second one.
0: Well, yeah. I, yeah, because I that's been gamified so much. I couldn't list off like at least 10 quotes from the second movie. I've just never actually seen it.
1: Of, or Well, and then the third one, you know, get away from my daughter, you bitch. Or is that the second one? That's the third one.
0: It's one of them.
1: It's one of them, but... <laughs> I mean, we we know the answer already, so let's let's just talk about let's just talk about these movies a little bit yeah. before we get, before we 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 find we get to answering stuff. Um, I gotta say though, I did like the design of the alien in life.
0: It was interesting. I I thought it was interesting that it was like, almost um, it was beautiful, really. Like it was really pretty in a way it was sort of iridescent terrifying right but it was like interesting how it didn't like lurch or anything it like floated very gracefully for the most part and yeah movement was really like a jellyfish almost
1: yes and um they also had it growing you know once it started devouring the crew
0: yeah and then it starts turning into like then we start getting like almost like not really tentacles, but sort of like tentacles.
1: It's like wings
0: in a way, but
1: like, it's definitely more aquatic looking creature. Mm -hmm. And when it grew a face, that's when I was just like, you're terrifying. Like you're terrifying (laughs) to begin with, but once it had a face, I was just like, fuck off.
0: (laughs) I thought it was adorable. Honestly, when it had a face, I was like, I would get, I would get, that's like, to me, that's baby Yoda. Like, Baby Yoda doesn't do much for me. (laughs) Alien is, like, the one I want collectibles of. Okay.
1: (laughs) Wait, what do they call him? Calvin? You want Calvin? Calvin,
0: yeah. So cute. They keep calling him Calvin throughout the whole movie, which I thought was very respectful.
1: uh, uh, For the most part, because then, like, once it starts killing them, they're just like, it, the creature, fuck
0: it, kill it. (laughs) They still call it Calvin every now and then. They're like, "Get, where's Calvin? We're tracking Calvin." Rebecca, and I'm like,
1: Ferg- Rebecca Ferguson, when she does the captain's logs, yes, she calls it <laughs> Calvin a lot. But the it's xenomorph, the xenomorph in Alien, it got it got a little like hokey guy in a suit at some points. I'm sorry, everyone. I know this is a classic movie and everything, it's a but classic, like
0: classic classic H.R. Geiger design.
1: I think I think my brain is thinking of images from later movies where I believe they like totally fuck more with the human form. Mm. Cuz like I mean also while watching Alien I fucking loved that it's majority practical. Like it yeah. um there may have been one scene where it was like digital CGI-ness and that's when um, I don't remember their names I'm so sorry the guy that gets the face hugger he's going but before he gets the face hugger when he's climbing down there's a wide shot that it looks like they probably like superimposed a model on top of it or maybe it was all computer
0: but... it I don't think it would have been computer in 1979 um, it was probably models
1: so like that, but like, that's the only one that I noticed the camera trickery. You know, yeah. I, I was like, there's something here that's not, they didn't build this entire area. I can right. tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. they, they they built enough so the guy can climb down on it and they could shoot it. But I think the rest of it, I was like, either this is like a painting or it's a model or it's something. Yeah,
0: I think it was a, a model or maybe a matte painting. That actually like, makes a lot of sense too. But
1: like even going into the room where that, where the robot talks to mother, that room was pretty. I got to say, am I like, Yeah. I mean, and like, I know, I know, I, I don't want, I don't mean like, you know, oh, pretty, but like, it was pretty awesome. Like it's, it, it, it has the random lights and everything, but it's all practical.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah.
1: That's what I liked about it.
0: It's so it's beautiful. Really, is a beautiful movie. Um, I think like it shows pretty clearly that they were heavily influenced by two thousand one. Yes, when designing the spacecraft, but uh, it works really well, and um, they also do such a good job of like. I don't know, it feels a lot more intimidating when, I I don't really know how to describe why, but it feels more intimidating that there's a monster hiding somewhere in there than I think life does. And maybe it's just because life looks a little too realistic.
1: Like um, the spacecraft in Alien is made up, you know, it's-
0: Right, and it's also supposed to be somewhere far in the future, uh, whereas life is, I mean, I guess it's technically the future, but it's close enough in the future where Jake Gyllenhaal is talking about watching the Challenger explode.
1: Right, so what, the life came out in 2017. Maybe it's like today,
0: oh, like maybe oh they my said God. it. This is what we would be doing if we didn't have COVID. We'd be sending
1: <sighs> I mean, astronauts
0: still... to uh, Mars to get life forms.
1: Or figure out if, it, if it's sustainable yeah well okay so i was a little confused i may have like blacked out while watching it to me it seems like they were just doing experiments on mars and then they found this amoeba that turned into calvin turned into the the, the villain the antagonist of this movie the murderer
0: I i think that's what it is if you have this lab where you can like study alien life forms, you need to design it so that you can easily jettison it off of the rest of the space shuttle. Maybe that, maybe I'm not an engineer and I don't know what I'm talking about, but I feel like you have to make it so that the rest of the space shuttle can get rid of that lab just in case something goes wrong.
1: (laughs) I don't think they watched alien. I don't think (laughs) alien exists in this world
0: yeah well because then at some point they'd also be like hey what we're doing right now is exactly like alien
1: hey they even picked like similar font for the title they did <laughs> i was like like <laughs> when i for when i saw life i haven't obviously seen alien at that point but i left the theater going they just ripped off alien for yeah. two hours
0: I think that's why part of why because I do think like for what it is for being a pretty blatant ripoff, off a pretty well made movie. Um, they
1: had they also I mean they had some original ideas like yeah. the, the design of the creature was very fascinating. The fact that they kind of grounded it in quote unquote reality. Um, yeah is, it
0: was much closer to what we understand of science.
1: Yeah yeah and like i forgot rebecca ferguson played somebody from the cdc and i was just like what (laughs) (laughs) why (laughs) why yeah
0: but um i think part of why life got and not that it got terrible reviews it's like pretty middle of the road but i think why the reviews are so so mid instead of higher is because everyone was just kind of like but why really would you watch this when you could watch Alien?
1: I mean, I will say life is definitely gorier than yeah. the original Alien. Yeah. Um, not the sequels. We're, like, For the purposes of this episode, we're talking about just Alien. And yeah. so I feel like that movie was very 70s. And like all, the other thing I really appreciated about that movie is that it took its time. Mm -hmm. like it introduced characters we got to understand people um and I feel like the other woman may have been written for a woman I know you said that it was non-gendered but some of the um unless that was just her delivery of the lines it felt like
0: I think from what I've read it seems like that character Lambert was supposed to sort of be the grounded clear-headed one and like very sarcastic um, and then when they cast Veronica Cartwright, she has this face that's very easy to sympathize with and everything. So they sort of leaned into, actually, what if we made her the character for the audience to latch on to as the one who outwardly expresses the most fear? Um, again, that one, that character was written to be either a man or a woman. But after they cast a woman, they did sort of, I don't even want to say feminize because that's not really what it is, but they did sort of make her the most sympathetic of them.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Like w- in both movies all the characters were very tough and I didn't I didn't feel like they were the typical slasher stereotypes. They had yeah, they yeah, had some stereotypes but it wasn't like blatantly obvious where it's like I'm the dumb jock. I'm I'm the I'm the bimbo, I'm this, I'm that. You know, it like right. They had they had yeah, layers are, to some of them. These are people
0: who are they all have some sort of important job on a spacecraft yes so these are people who do have to be taken seriously um, and a robot and a robot, and a robot.
1: <laughs> unbeknownst um, to the crew right a robot. i
0: do think another reason why life got lower reviews than alien is that it did not have a surprise robot i mean that I mean, would shot you, would milk you, out of its neck
1: when when that guy started sweating milk i was just like is that milk or am I blind? <laughs> What's going on here?
0: Yeah. But
1: um, where was I? I? I had another theory behind that. Oh, so so the fact that they weren't stereotypical, like you were rooting for them to die in a slasher movie kind of with the characters, It kind of was a surprise in a way like you knew they were going to die. But like, I felt a little sorry for some of that, for some, if not all of them.
0: Yeah. It also, you know, in a lot of slasher movies where they do lean into those character types really hard, you could sort of pick out the order of when they're going to die. Right. And you couldn't do that with these movies. It was like any of them could die at any moment. Actually, in life, I thought Hugh was going to be the first one to die.
1: Which one was Hugh?
0: He was the, he was the British scientist who was uh the one who was closest to Calvin.
1: Oh, the one who um his legs were yeah. deformed. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, they, they kind of set it up that way.
0: Mm-hmm. So it was actually kind of surprising that he made it out and then he was like the third one to die.
1: Yeah. It, and uh, that I got it. Uh, and like, I got to say both movies were, Like they were believable, you know, like they, Mm -hmm. they were people, they, they had, they both had a moment where they were having fun in a galley.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think that's also what solidified me being like, we have to do this because they are the same. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. I will say, I think, um, I think that the characters in life made a lot more stupid decisions than the characters in Alien.
1: Oh, of course. <laughs> but like, I mean, the the fact though that at least Calvin proved that he's that it's learning as it goes on, whereas the Xenomorph, I mean, it didn't feel like it was it was just hiding in the shadows because, you know, that's what it does. It didn't feel like, you know,
0: it, I mean, um, it was, you know, the perfect predator just mm-hmm. naturally
1: did it also feel like calvin's um like i know that imdb says that it it, it caused extinction on mars but did it feel like calvin was only um only fought like killed like attacked people when it was attacked at first
0: yeah that was something i kind of forgot about but i was like oh right it doesn't attack until it gets shocked with that little prod that it was just like, oh, these are my friends. Oh no, they're hurting me.
1: Because you have that moment with Hugh where it follows his finger when it's still just like building itself, which first of all, that would have I was just I was like, <laughs> no, shut it down at this point. <laughs> Get and rid then of when it, it when <laughs> it comes when it cuts to and time has passed and it grew even more, I was just like, Why are we still doing this?
0: This is a terrible idea. I feel it's- like these people need to watch the movie Alien. Yeah.
1: Or any other alien-based movie <laughs> yeah. at this point. That one felt more of a slasher film to me than Alien because I was just like, do you guys not have horror movies in this universe? <laughs> what is going on? Like, even something as simple as Jason X at that point, which is another <laughs> slasher in space, where the one guy is just like, hey, you just wanted his machete back. Like, what? <laughs> did you not watch it I know it's terrible we watched it we talked right. about it we love it but
0: I feel like I feel like Jake Chillenhall's character should have watched that movie he likes space so much he likes just hanging out in space I'm like you should watch all of the space movies so you know not what to do what not right. to do
1: oh and he's a pilot so kind of like we're kind of keeping going with like kind of <laughs> connecting our, all of our episodes right right <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a thing <laughs>
1: uh, on accident
0: <laughs> unplanned. Sorry. Uh, wait, uh, what was I gonna say oh yeah so a major difference that uh, I just wanted to point out is um, that in life they were bringing this alien intentionally because they wanted to study it and it was like their own scientific curiosity that's why they were doing it The crew of the Nostromo in Alien, they were commissioned by a private company to bring back this alien that the company knew was going to be very hostile. And they deliberately said that it is worth losing the entire crew to be able to bring this alien life form back. So we got a little bit of commentary about a human greed in that one.
1: Or like, you know, company politics.
0: Right. And, uh, you know, life was just more of a curiosity-killing-the-cat type of scenario. Which, actually, the cat doesn't die in uh, Alien. I liked that. I, you know,
1: <laughs> I was watching it, and I was just like, what? The cat, ha- there's something has to, had a fuck with the cat, in a way.
0: Anytime I watch a horror movie and they show a cat, I like die a little bit inside because i'm like oh no i'm gonna have to watch something just awful happen to that adorable little cat
1: i mean i think of i always think of the jump scares that they used in friday the 13th part five or is it (laughs) six where that the one girl who's like it's showtime but before she shows her titties in the in the bathroom the cat jumps into her way twice Twice, and we didn't talk about it. I didn't fucking talk about it on that episode, so now I'm gonna fucking do it. I was waiting for the cat to have a burster in, in Alien, oh, I said the wrong title, yeah. And then I mean, in
0: life, we do have to watch the rat die in a horrible way, and it makes me really sad.
1: Well, they have to show you how vicious this, ca- this alien is. They could've is. just
0: waited until Ryan Reynolds was in there. I didn't need to see a rat die. why is that rat in space that rat belongs on on earth and ground and he's all strapped up and he can't move it's not fair he had nowhere to go
1: well i mean the the other big difference too in both of these movies is that in uh alien gravity is not an issue on the ship they're walking
0: yeah and and running sort of like gravity on the ship
1: and so in life um, they ground, like I said, they grounded it in sort of realism. So like they were floating all all the way, all everywhere. So that's why the rat was strapped down because I guess it was cheaper to do that than like animate a floating rat in a box.
0: I think it would have been cheaper to have no rat at all. Yeah. <laughs> But that's just me. Um, I will say, like, I again, I think the floating effects were really good in life. Yes. Yes. There, there overall, was overall, like, and and I know, you know, obviously the effects in Alien are great and they've aged so wonderfully, but the effects in life are really good too.
1: Yeah. I mean, like what, <laughs> I did feel bad for Ryan Reynolds after he died, his character dies, and he's just floating there. And I'm like, you had to stay there for However many, however many minutes or hours and not (laughs) move and be strapped in and floating. (laughs) Poor guy.
0: They could have just made a mannequin of him and just hung it from strings. Maybe they did.
1: (laughs) Who knows? It's from behind. It's shot from behind. So it, it could have been me for all I know. Could have been you. Could have been both of us at the same time in a trench coat, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Stacked on top of each other so we could get a loan from the bank
1: hmm yes it's yes. two <laughs> two grown people stacked on top of each other getting a loan from the bank <laughs> 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 clearly you're the one that's doing the talking in this case
0: no why me
1: because because
0: but we're, because, just because, hanging. Because? we're just hanging in anti-gravity so neither of us is talking <laughs> we're being uh-huh. Ryan Reynolds oh my god
1: <laughs> I mean I yeah these Yes, I don't know where I'm going anymore. I think I think we're
0: <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess the other big difference is that at the end of Alien, Ripley does succeed in kicking the alien out into space.
1: <laughs> it's a happy ending, everyone. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then in life, they so it's like obviously telegraphed from like the just the outset of the movie, what how it's gonna end. But also it's so funny to think about like how much you have to work to get uh, any kind of pod to land safely back on Earth. And they somehow did it by accident with the one that contained Calvin. Um, Well, uh,
1: if Rebecca Ferguson's didn't hit part of the ship, it would have also landed on Earth.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But like, that's what I mean. You have to like do so many things deliberately and they somehow accidentally did it. Like there's, this, a of, the, there's a lot of there's a lot of things odds, that
1: you're just like this yeah, the is odds of dumb that luck happening. right now
0: yeah the odds of it happening that way are like astronomical ha ha Aha. that's
1: a ha ha you made a pun
0: yeah I didn't mean to <laughs> yes, you,
1: yes you did but like also that lady that died via drowning that that I was just like that's dumb luck right there I mean I guess they were just like we're trying something different Calvin yeah. can't can't eat all of them yeah.
0: Also like like I really do like that character a lot. She's like the pilot of the ship, so she's the one in charge and everything and I thought she was like a good strong character and like also made that heroic sacrifice knowingly, but also very stupid because if you're going to let the alien kill you instead of going inside to be saved because that would bring the alien back onto the ship. Why don't you try to push yourself off of the ship and get yourself as far away from it so the alien can't get back onto it?
1: I mean, eventually she did that.
0: (laughs) Way too late for it to have made a difference because he got back on. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yeah, but they never really, I mean, they say that he can sustain out in outer space.
0: Right. Uh, But if she gets herself far enough away from the ship, how's he going to get back on it? Can he fly?
1: Yes, he can float. He floats on the ship.
0: But can he float that far? Like if she's like able to, because we're talking about anti-gravity here. There's no actual atmosphere for him. I'm just saying, push yourself off and you will go infinitely into the other direction. So if you do that soon enough, you can get yourself far enough away from the ship that maybe Calvin's like, I don't know where it went
1: jd i hate to inform you but i'm not a real scientist i only play <laughs> one on tv so well, well i mean yeah i kind of like coming really back to horror it felt like a warm blanket on a cool day it sure <laughs> <did>. <laughs> like freaky was great and all but we it was the only one only horror movie that episode this is another one where we just did two horror movies and i was like Mm, comfort zone.
0: Yeah, and these were fun too because we got to look at creature designs, which yes, is so fun.
1: Which I'm really happy that life, like I, I know they basically stole the entire script from Alien and reworked it in some ways, but I'm really <laughs> happy they redesigned the creature.
0: Yeah, it's an entirely different creature.
1: It's very different because, like the Xenomorph, when it bursts out of the chest, it has. Um, it sheds its skin and then magically grows to seven feet tall or whatever. So great. But like, um, you know, you could tell that Calvin had many influences, like some reptilians, some uh, aquatic,
0: yeah, um,
1: some other things, you know, so.
0: Yeah. And he's also they say his cells are all multi-purpose that he's made up of the same cells yes. um so we do have on earth creatures that are like that like sea sponges all are I, i'm pretty sure sea sponges all of their cells are identical and they're all multi-purpose oh. they're not like you know more complicated um
1: but like these are the brain organisms. cells these are the heart cells this right. is the this, is the, this, is the, this is the, yeah
0: yeah. So, so I, I thought it was interesting that they brought that in where like, he's kind of like the blob where like he can eat with all of his cells. He can see with all of his cells. He doesn't have eyes or a mouth because his whole body does all of that.
1: That's why it's really interesting when he hugs the oxygen lamps or whatever they're called. Yeah. I just liked, I just liked that. Cause it, it felt like, like I felt like they were inspired by multiple animals to mm-hmm. create this creature. And so like that felt like a bat in a way.
0: Yeah. And, and it does feel a lot more like there was a real thought into the biology with Calvin with the xenomorph. The real thought was just the design. And again, it's that famous HR Geiger design, which is fucking insane. If you ever get the chance, you should look up like just I've H-
1: seen, seen HR yeah, Geiger
0: xenomorph. You know, Uh, drawings it's like absolutely insane what he's come up with um but like like,
1: they both had the same idea in a way ideology where they're just fighting for survival
0: yeah
1: like the the xenom the xenomorph just showed up in some dude and then was like um what am i doing i'm like three three hours old
0: (laughs) I do also like like you get to see so many like different stages in the cycle of xenomorph's life, like you get the face hugger and then you get the chest burster and then you get the full xenomorph um and it's like an entirely new design each time. Oh so mm-hmm. cool,
1: uh although not gonna lie, I did have a i did <laughs> when he burst out of the chest and everything, I did think of space balls. <laughs> hello my baby hello my honey hello my ragtime yeah oh
0: so, no not again
1: so fucking good so I'm we talked these movies right is there more do we is there no anything else I need to say? <laughs> great is, like,
0: pretty we talked more than we needed to i think
1: awesome shady lead us into special features shall can you
0: shall you I- I, sh- I shall and I can and I shall <laughs> Special <laughs> Fincher Hey mom, there's something in the back room
1: Hope it's not the creatures from above
0: along to special features this is the section of the podcast where john and i each take a separate movie and we do a little bit of further research on them and uh, we try to come up with these trivia facts to hopefully surprise each other and surprise you the listener uh this week i took alien john took life and since alien came out first i will go first okay All right, so I already dropped in some stuff uh, into our discussion earlier. And the reason I did that was because I kind of wanted to focus on a couple more, not directly related to the movie, trivia facts. A lot of the trivia about this movie is like already sort of very embedded in movie and Hollywood lore. So I thought I would talk a little bit more about the influence of the movie. As most people know, it inspired three sequels, two prequels. Uh, spin-off Alien versus Predator which also got a sequel sequel yeah um, so there's like a, there's comic books there's all kinds of uh, other media relating back to the xenomorph
1: have you seen Alien versus Predator I have not oh my gosh shady. <laughs> <laughs> the the ending is insane
0: <laughs> I can't wait to someday watch it <laughs> But what I wanted to talk about, one other you know, adaptation I wanted to talk about, I wanna find the name of the school. I wanna make sure I get it correct. On the 25th of March, 2019, the North Bergen High School Drama Club of New Jersey staged a stage play adaptation of Alien with a total cast and crew of 16 students and three teachers working off a budget of $3,500. Uh, $3, The teachers and students admitted to have cobbled the sets and spacesuits out of essentially trash with the alien itself made out of a clearance shop skeleton dolled up with machine parts. The stage play became a viral sensation on Twitter and social media, even going as far as earning the approval and respect of Sigourney Weaver and Ridley Scott themselves. Ridley Scott even offered to fund future matinees, such was the demand for an encore performance. If you ever get the chance, there is, you can find the North Bergen High School full performance of their Alien stage play.
1: I feel like I've seen it. Or somebody sent it to me at some point. Like,
0: Like there were, like, a lot of, like, clips that were shared and stuff. Like, it went, like, hugely viral. It's, like, really very impressive. And uh, I really, I love that high school drama club. I love them for doing this.
1: Kudos to them. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was the budget? Like $4,000 or less than that?
0: Less than that, 300- 3500
1: To build a Xenomorph suit probably was the most that they spent.
0: Yeah, I would think so. And it looks pretty good, in my opinion, for a high school drama club. Uh, so shout out to North Bergen, New Jersey. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, part of Alien's legacy to me personally... John, I don't know if you've ever been to Disney World. Um, it's been a minute. Did you go when in MGM Studios or Hollywood Studios, as it's now known, had the Great Movie Ride?
1: hmm Yes. I've did you on go it. on
0: the Great Movie Ride?
1: Uh, yeah, I, be- I believe so. Yes, at some point in my life.
0: So uh, I went on that when I was a very small child. And for the record, the Great Movie Ride was my favorite theme park ride in the entire world and i'm still mad at them for closing it down and replacing it with something that looks stupid
1: how dare they
0: <laughs> um but there was the one section of the great movie ride that was dedicated to the movie alien the car that drags you through the room stops at one point and you look up to the ceiling and the xenomorph head pops down i lost my shit when i was a kid
1: i don't remember that
0: I was I, I remember it because I was like what the I, like not even like it it scared me yes but not like where it gave me nightmares later because like right after that you go into like the Wizard of Oz room so you're like oh okay that was weird movies, <laughs> movies! but like I just it made such a huge impression on me it took me a very long time to actually watch the movie Alien after that but well, understandably <laughs> Uh, but I will always remember that. And I will always love the Xenomorph for giving me a really, really fun scare when I was very young. Aww. Cause it was, it was like one of those where I was scared, but I was having fun with it too. Oh, good. Good. good, Like I was, I was absolutely thrilled with it. And then we went and listened to the munchkins sing. Welcome to Munchkin Land.
1: It's like watching your first scary movie when you're clear, like, or horror movie when you're clearly, like, 13 years old. Like, you're mm-hmm. scared and you're like, I'm watching Scream or whatever. Yeah, And you're like, ooh, scary. Oh, man. Oh, you got me. Haha, I yeah. scares.
0: And it was like, because I'd seen scary movies at that point in my life, it was just like, I was like, oh, I'm in the room with it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was cool. And then it was, you know, it was one of those like formative things where it's like, oh, yeah, you can be scared by stuff and then realize that you're safe. And that makes it fun.
1: Because then do you remember if you had like that cathartic laughter afterwards?
0: I don't remember if I laughed. I just, well, you, remember, know, you, know like,
1: you know what I'm talking about? Like when you're scared, and you're like, ah, ha ha,
0: ha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know exactly what you mean, which is what I get in haunted houses all the time to this day. Yes. Um, and then uh, the last thing I wanted to mention, just because I thought it would be cool to mention budget stuff. Uh, when this movie was first pitched, uh, 20th Century Fox was going to give it a $4.4 million budget. After Ridley Scott was hired as the director, he actually storyboarded the entire movie, and once they saw his storyboards and they saw how clear his vision was and how confident he was with it, they doubled the budget. Wow! So, uh, you know, storyboarding is a very important thing.
1: <laughs> so, um, are you? Can I go on to life now?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm done. So,
1: life's esther, I wanna, I wanna continue the the with the budgetary stop talking. What budgetary? <laughs> Uh, The budget of this movie was estimated at $58 million worldwide gross. Well, sorry, opening weekend in us and Canada was $12.5 million over the worldwide gross. uh, According to IMDb is a hundred point five million dollars. So, I mean, kind of a success. It's not a total failure. So that's good. Um, I did read on the IMDb. Uh, brian Reynolds, though being like in the top three billing of this movie, has less than forty minutes of screen time. However, he was also supposed to be Jake Gyllenhaal's character, but uh, oh. due to scheduling conflicts with the Hitman's bodyguard, he took he switched roles.
0: Oh, interesting. Uh,
1: life. According to this IMDb trivia post, it was rumored that this film was a prequel to Venom. But oh was subsequently God. debunked.
0: I remember that everyone was so convinced the internet is stupid.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, Rebecca Ferguson originally turned down the role of Dr. Miranda North um, because she thought it would not live up to the standards of the movie. She expressed her anxiety and fear to the producer, who advised her to talk to Danielle Espinoza. Uh, whose philosophy and ideas for the film impressed her enough to change her mind and take the part in the movie. So, and then finally, I wanted to save this one for last in the IMDb trivia. Everyone, it says the movie was inspired by Alien, nineteen seventy
0: nine. Oh, gee, really?
1: <laughs> huh. Ha! Go figure.
0: Oh. Doo, 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 doo.
1: Apparently, that was written by somebody who doesn't have eyes. Um, <laughs> Or can hear.
0: (laughs) Wow. Uh I'm really Uh glad that the the trivia clarified that for us.
1: I'm so happy that it did. I'm done.
0: (laughs) Great. Moving along to final thoughts. In this section of the podcast, we ask ourselves a series of questions to sum up our final thoughts, our first question, can we think of other movies like these?
1: I mean, Prometheus, which is the prequel to <laughs> Alien. Yeah. Or the super prequel to Alien.
0: Yeah. I
1: believe there's supposed to be a third one, but they never, I don't think they're going to make it because the Prometheus and Alien Covenant didn't do too well. Uh. So, I mean, I could say the whole Alien franchise, but really Prometheus is the, is one where, at some point, there's a starfish-like creature that attacks Naomi Rapace.
0: Oh, I've never Have you seen it? it.
1: No. Oh, if you want sex analogy in a space movie, watch it. A creature that looks like a penis turns into a vagina real fast.
0: There you go. <laughs>
1: kind of 2001 but that's only by look alone.
0: Yeah, that's that's an aesthetic thing. Um well actually no cuz there are uh, um
1: HAL in 2001 also starts acting like the robot in Alien. Like Ash. Yes. Where it's like I can't let you do this. Yeah. You can't leave.
0: Yeah. Yeah. 2001 is if Ash were the main villain instead of the Xenomorph.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: What was that movie? Um, I think it's called Underwater that came out a couple of years ago with Kristen Stewart. and it's Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like in a deep sea submarine, but like it's kind of a similar thing where they're obviously in a very hostile environment and they're trapped in this like uh, space, well, craft of some sort. And there are creatures trying to kill them
1: i haven't seen underwater i haven't so I'm seen gonna... it
0: either i just remember seeing the trailer for that and getting big alien but sea vibes
1: <laughs> alien but in the water
0: the the wet salty alien
1: oh <laughs> but isn't that what a xenomorph is a wet salty alien
0: the other wet salty alien got it <laughs> I'm going to not say Aliens, the sequel, because the famous thing about that one was it was a sequel to a horror movie, but turned it into an action movie. Interesting. Yeah. I should. I know I should watch it. It's supposed to be really good. It's supposed to be one of the best sequels of all time. And, you know, James Cameron. I got to watch it. But moving on to the next question. Did we like these movies? Yeah,
1: I didn't find them offensive and by any means.
0: I love Alien, um, and I I actually do really like Life. Um, yeah. It's derivative, and again, why would you ever watch Life when you could watch Alien instead?
1: Because we need the content, Shady. Yeah, we need. <laughs> we needed an easy episode as a palate cleanser.
0: <laughs> but like, it is like for for what it is, it's good. Yeah, they they're, they they kind of t- made it their own
1: in a way. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And Jake gyllenhaal's Hall's really good in it. So, yes. I I mean, I like looking at Jake gyllenhaal Hall. So, I do too. (laughs) And Rebecca Ferguson was also pretty. She's so pretty.
1: She's always pretty in everything.
0: Oh, she's so pretty. Me too. Yeah, and she's good in this too. I mean, her character,
1: like, their characters make stupid choices, but, like, you know, they're playing humans. It's not like they're playing superhumans or spies or,
0: right. you know,
1: they're playing humans. Humans yeah. are flawed. So we kind of forgive them for making stupid choices.
0: Yeah. Um, in some
1: instances.
0: In some, some instances, I'm like, for, for a bunch of like astronaut scientists, that's a bit of a stretch. But like other ones, I'm like, yeah, I can see how in the moment you made a rash decision and it turned out not to be very smart. Yes. Um, but yeah, but I think they're both good. Would we rec- would we watch these movies again? Yeah. I would definitely watch Alien again. I would not say no if somebody said, hey, wa- let's watch Life.
1: Same. I mean, I think I may watch Life on my own at some point again, but no promises. <laughs>
0: <laughs> would we recommend these movies?
1: Yeah, I mean, we spoiled the fuck out of them, so <laughs> if you haven't seen them already.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give a big yes to Alien, and yeah, that's and tell people to watch Life. I'd just also let them know that it's a big time Alien ripoff.
1: I feel like I would be like, okay, you gotta watch Alien, and then you gotta watch Life right afterwards, <laughs> and then you gotta listen to our this episode that we just recorded because it's amazing, right? Um, and you gotta listen to all of our other episodes because we we like we like the listeners.
0: Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then finally, are these movies actually the same?
1: Yes. Yes. Which is fuck yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> just yes. <guess>. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't think life was hiding the fact that it was inspi- inspired quote unquote by Alien.
0: No. No. Just uh, like
1: Alien didn't hide the fact that it that some of it was inspired by 2001, like, right. you know, yeah, and potentially jaws in a way.
0: Ooh, I actually did read, I didn't mention this before, but Ridley Scott directly called out 2001 as the inspiration for the more science stuff and then texas chainsaw massacre for the horror stuff
1: i believe that yeah i see it yes not halloween interesting
0: no i think uh if i i do think it's closer to something like texas chainsaw than halloween
1: okay i only just assumed halloween because we we had a whole discussion we have we've had multiple discussions about how it's like the first, or one of the first, it's, slasher it's the, movies, the
0: codifying slasher. No, I think it's closer to sort of the pacing of Texas, the original Texas Chainsaw, and the way and information like the
1: grunginess too. Yeah, it. it's,
0: yeah, it's it's not even really a slasher. It's more close. It's it's closer in some ways to an exploitation film.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. Anyway, that, that does it for this episode, I suppose.
1: Did it, everyone.
0: We did it. If you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna chat with me for whatever reason, reach out. Uh, I am on Twitter at Cookie O Shady.
1: Shady, I have an answer. Can I give it to you as to what kind of dessert you are?
0: I have an answer too. Go ahead, give me yours.
1: Yeah, you're a space cake. <laughs>
0: I was going to say a Cosmic Brownie.
1: <laughs> which I think
0: I've used before.
1: Both are acceptable <laughs> answers.
0: <laughs> and John, where can the people find you? Oh,
1: you can find me on Twitter sometimes at Movies John, John with no age. I'm also, I am also have the other podcast that I'm going to plug right now. It is Life's But a Song. Shady has been on, ooh, like, five or six episodes we I have a list somewhere that says how many you've actually been on um yeah we talk musicals on that one sometimes I cross over and mention movies we've done on this podcast (laughs) on that one and you can listen to it anywhere you're listening to this and if you want to find the socials it's at but song pod on everything including tiktok oh (laughs) I'm posting TikToks under
0: ooh, ooh, how Gen Z of you.
1: I know, I'm, try, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs>
0: try, try, try. oh. make,
1: make me internet famous, everyone, so I can quit working.
0: <laughs> and then if you want to reach out to the pod for whatever reason, maybe request an episode or just add your two cents on something we've mentioned before, you mm-hmm. can find us. John, do the email. <sighs>
1: <laughs> you can find us at, you can email us at movie deja vu pod at gmail.com. The only reason why JD told me this is because she likes when I spell it out, which I'm going to do right now, 62 episodes later. I hope you know how to spell it, but if you don't, it's M O V I E D E J A V U P O D at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at movie deja vu pod, same spelling, and we're on Twitter at movie deja vu. No pod. Why is that shady?
0: Because it got eaten by an alien.
1: Oh,
0: ho, ho, ho. that was that was an easy one.
1: That I mean, that was the only <laughs> answer, really.
0: Yeah. Unless
1: you're like, unless you say like, you know, Ripley ejected the pod out of this the escape pod. Or
0: yeah, right? yeah, yeah. She kicked it into deep space. Uh,
1: and if you want to be part of next episode's conversation. We're doing yet another easy one because we just need palate cleansers at this point. And it's (laughs) Rough Night versus Girls Trip. Don't know which one actually came out first. And that's how I'm reading them because they came out the same year.
0: Yeah, I think like the same month.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit.
0: (laughs) Or like very, very close to each other.
1: I'm very much looking forward to these movies.
0: (laughs) Girls Night is very good. Or girls trip. Girls sorry. trip. <laughs> you,
1: just, you literally combined both titles right there.
0: Episode title.
1: Oh, girls' night. Rough trip. Girls night, rough trip. <laughs> That's we're we're workshopping. We're workshopping yeah. here. Um, but yes. Thank you, everyone. Be sure yeah. to rate and subscribe and whatever, and all that other bullshitty things influencers and everyone other podcasts say.
0: Yeah. And remember, in cyberspace, no one can hear you scream.
1: Trust me, I've I've screamed so loud in cyberspace, and nobody (laughs) listens.
0: That was, by the way, the in space, no one can hear you scream. Was the tagline for Alien. I'm just putting that out there.
1: Wait, that was the tagline for Alien. I thought they mentioned that in 2001. Oopsies. (laughs) Probably not. No. 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 I don't
0: remember. God damn it! Now I have to rewatch 2001. I say I'm that so, like that's a chore. That's I'm a great so chore.
1: sorry for making you rewatch a classic movie that I love.
0: Yeah. A fucking genius movie. Genius. Okay. <laughs> Bye everyone. Bye.
1: Holy! <laughs>